All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. This is the only show absolutely dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and the non-technical aspects of the investment banking process. Hello, my name is Alex Mason and I am your host showing up for you each and every day just so you know what's going on with investment banking. And we are just going through some different ratios right now. Last episode, we talked about different ratios to look at in terms of profitability for a business. Today, we're going to be looking at measuring credit quality. So how do we measure the credit worthiness of a business? Credit quality, it's really important from an investor's perspective, which means it's really important for investment bankers to know as well. Because let's say that you're a banker and you're working with a client and they want you to perform some analysis on a certain deal in the market or another company that they want to understand better for competitive purposes for some kind of transaction that they want to do. Well, if you analyze that business, you're going to want to know how well that company stacks up in terms of its credit quality relative to its peers. And this ties in with the comparable analysis steps that we looked at last week. So just like a person has a credit score based on their credit worthiness and how they're perceived within the market, businesses effectively have credit scores too, except it's not a specific score. It's just different ways that you can measure a business's ability to pay its obligations. Now, we could look at the ratings from major rating agencies like Standard & Poor's, Moody's, and Fitch. Those are the three major rating agencies. And that's great. We can get some kind of like a a scale, like a metric on a scale, like BAA3 or A+, or AAA. But the thing is, it's good to use industry standards, but what about looking at things from a more fundamental perspective? Because those ratings, yeah, we have some sense of what they mean, but in terms of what underlies those ratings, we can look at things at a more fundamental perspective to really understand what's going on. So just like profitability ratios, which we talked about in the last episode, we can look at debt or leverage ratios to better understand a business's capital structure. So here's a few ratios that I'm going to go through today. The first one that we're going to look at is debt to total capitalization. Debt divided by total capitalization. And this is a really simple one. It's a very simple measure of how much debt is being used to finance this company versus equity. Remember that there's only two ways to finance a business and likewise only two ways to invest in any business and that is either with debt or with equity. Equity represents stock, represents ownership. There's no guarantees, but you have more upside. And then you have debt. There is more downside protection because it's a legal contract, but you have limited upside because you're typically fixed by the interest rate. Um, Although you may have floating rates or things like that, but that's effectively what it is. Debt versus equity. There's many flavors and variations of each of these things, but fundamentally that's how it works. And so when you divide debt by total capitalization, you're really doing the equation of debt divided by debt plus equity. So that can give you a sense of how leveraged the company is in terms of its 
basic capital structure. The next ratio I want to share with you is net debt to EBITDA. So net debt divided by EBITDA. And what this tells you is how much net debt the company has relative to its fundamental cash flows. And I think this one is important because it factors in the company's cash balance within that net debt in the numerator. So remember, net debt is just debt minus cash. So it's telling you, accounting for all the money that the company has in the bank, if you use all that money today to pay off as much debt as you could, how much debt would you still have left? And then it takes that number and divides it by EBITDA. So if a company has a lot of cash, then it's not quite as risky as a company with the same debt balance but less cash on its balance sheet. That makes sense, right? If you had an emergency fund of $5,000 and you owed $50,000 worth of debt, well, you're in a better position than someone who has zero emergency fund, zero cash in the bank, and that same $50,000 worth of debt. So it's just a nice metric to use, that net debt. And then EBITDA is also a nice metric to use in the denominator because remembering our basic technicals again, EBITDA is a proxy for cash flow. So when we use EBITDA, it's not like net income. We don't have to worry about our non-operating expenses like taxes or interest, etc. We can just look at the basic measure of profit that the business is bringing in and compare that to our net debt. So that can be a helpful metric. And then the third ratio I wanna share is EBIT divided by interest expense. So remember, EBIT is the same thing as operating profit. And interest expense is just how much money the company owes in interest on the debt that it holds. So this metric tells you how many times a company's operating profit can cover the interest expense that is owed on the debt. And the reason this is important is it helps you get a sense of how well a company is able to meet its obligations in terms of maintaining its debt with its creditors. Because if you can cover your interest expense many times over, that means for several years, just based on your existing operating income, you're, you're good. You're going to be able to pay your debt, at least from that perspective. But if you have a low EBITDA interest expense ratio, that could be worrisome because it indicates to investors, whether they're debt investors or equity investors, that, hey, maybe this company is not as stable as we want it to be in terms of its ability to pay its debt. So that is um, EBIT divided by interest expense. So those are just a couple of ratios for you to think about and learn. If you don't know them already, that is measuring credit quality using ratios. And tomorrow we're going to be having a Q&A episode I'm really excited about, one I think that you guys will be really interested in. So stay tuned for that one. I'll see you next time on Investment Banking Insights. Thank you for showing me the love. Spotify, LinkedIn, you know what it is. This is Alex Mason signing out. Take care.